0: there we go now it's acting
1: right all right and we're back we're back hi welcome back to the stoop stoop philosophy back on
0: your airwaves one time
1: this is jamila and tasha and welcome back to our stoop we're here. What are we talking about today, Tasha? So much. Um, so much.
0: We've, we've we've had a a the la the 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 heat has caused a lot of mm. issues recently.
1: We've been having issues regardless this year. Uh, this is supposed th- to be a year of upturn.
0: It, it's, it, we 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 walked into twenty nineteen thinking that
1: we were going to have a great year.
0: Um, it's however, 2019 has been the year of review. It um, has been a year of re- revelation. Uh, it has the, the it's been. <laughs> it has. Oh yeah. 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 Cause you, I'm starting, we starting to see a lot of things for when people show you who they are. Believe, believe them, them the, the first, first time. time. And this is
1: the year of believing people the first time. And Absolutely. I don't have time to waste.
0: Right. And <laughs> I I honestly don't have time to allow you to reveal your whole self. I just, need, not, you, I just need you to step wrong one time. And that I'm preview good. was fine. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Do I, not I come have, again. I have seen all I came to see. No soup for you. No um, soup for you. And I'm, I'm pretty much over it. Um, <laughs> Um, it's kind of where I am right now. It's been a lot of just like unnecessary, un... Uh, uh, I don't even know the word. It's, it's, so just, un. it's just un. All these uns it's, it's at one an, time. Right. It's been an un-situation. situation. Unbelievable. Uh, un-everything. Unbelievable. And And <laughs> the fact that it keeps happening is also an issue. Like I'm so like just appalled by like the...
1: Unhappy, back to back,
0: like I just satisfied, like I just can't, man. Like disgusted
1: and undisgusted at
0: the same time. (laughs) I mean, and the thing is, it's it's not necessarily in my personal life, like my everyday interaction life. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of like my acquaintance, like you know, tertiary friend kind of interactions. Like I don't like to get involved in drama. That's not my thing. I'm I'm not the one, but I keep seeing drama oh, and like fleeing drama just because flee, I, flee I, don't, I don't i don't want to be a part of it i don't want my name involved in it i don't want anything people at work keep asking me hey tasha where you been yo my hiding my out business.
1: drinking my water hiding and out my goddamn staying goddamn out the sense. way
0: like i don't want no <laughs> parts of it because i have seen some things fall apart here there and everywhere and i'm just watching it because i don't want I don't things want fall it.
1: apart, they tend to shatter. Right. Things like fall apart, tend to shatter. Like, right. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want a
0: shard to end up on my lawn because I was too close. Mm-mm, I don't want it. Like I've nah. seen some
1: things this past week alone. I'm like... Wow. I've been holding out hope for some people like, okay, this is like, what do they call it? The last whatever, like, okay, you a good dude. I understand that you're, a, I feel like you're a good dude. I want to believe that you are because I have no hope for the rest of these people and you have guys have continued to shatter all my belief in people. I
0: just, you know, I, I just watch. That's all I can do these days because, I, like I said, I'm not getting involved. I'm trying to keep my I nose clean. I made the clean. mistake of getting
1: involved. Nah,
0: I try to keep my nose clean. Um, and even when I'm being what I think is calm, cool, and collected, people you are really taking our people are taking it as I'm being passive or. I'm being dismissive, or I no, have an I attitude don't have with somebody. No, your bullshit. And honestly, I, it, it's, it's none <laughs> or, of the above. Nor like, more
1: the energy. No, I am uninvolved. <laughs> right, right.
0: Because <laughs> I've, I've had people think that I was mad at them this week, and I'm like, I'm not even thinking like that I way. was Trying
1: to chill. It was a holiday week. Like, I was I'm trying to have some time with my family. I just wanted to chill out. I like, think about y'all. why are you mad? Crazy like, people. I didn't even.
0: <laughs> I said one thing, it got took the wrong way, and I'm like, I didn't even say. You know what? I I can't address
1: it. I have learned this week that people. People will believe whatever they want and will hold steadfast to whatever that belief is, no Wrong matter and strong. what you say. Wrong and strong and loud. <laughs> I just, Wrong, strong, I and loud. I have seen some stuff this week. People have dug their own graves massively. Massively. I do want to give a shout out to a friend of mine. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, but uh, he was deemed... Unsavory name, but it turned out that he used it to his own benefit because his establishment was named the number one taco restaurant in Richmond and it's my sister's homeboy from high school.
0: Hey, if you guys are in Richmond and you want to come get you are in the mood for tacos,
1: please please
0: head to Soul Taco. On second street. On second
1: street. The old black Downtown Jackson
0: Ward area of Richmond. It is a spot to be. So if you are in Richmond and you want a taco, hit them up. A
1: young black man owns the restaurant. And they're about to own. They just opened last November. We had a sampling at Two Street, which is like, what, September, October? Mm -hmm. So they just opened October, November last year. And they're about to open their second and possibly a third. Only because I'm friends with these people and my friends work here, I know too much information. Well, but I I just like the food. The food is really um, good. I have 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 been several times and fried chicken tacos. Yeah, it's
0: everything. Everything that you think, everything the taco that you think you might want, they have some version of
1: it. So good. And on Sundays, keep, keep
0: the brunch. Hit they them up pause for brunch. The
1: brunch until they open the new restaurant, which is opening soon. Yes, so, so they, but, they're still open on Sundays. Yes, they're still open menus. on
0: Sundays. But if you ever get a chance to do brunch oh, with Soul Taco, please make sure I you go the do it. I've gone to brunch almost with them. every
1: Sunday for like two, three months. Jeez.
0: <laughs> so just you know, shout out to Soul Taco. Y'all have always shout treated out, me Trig. well. Appreciate y'all. Um, again, Thank if y'all you ever are in Richmond, Second Street, Soul Taco, hit them up.
1: Number one taco,
0: and this is not a plug. They didn't pay us for anything like they that. We really just actually enjoy the food that I they eat serve. There at least
1: twice a week. That's crazy. It's. I was there yesterday. I'm
0: do, I'm, I may get like once a month.
1: No, I was there yesterday. Yeah. When, when my brother came from Miami for Christmas, we brought them there. He was jealous, that he, I get to eat there all the time. Remember when but we it, went the last time? It was, uh, when you when we did the handout? Yeah, that was good. We had a good time. Yeah, it's a good. They play soul music. The people who work there can sing, so sometimes they break out in song and dance. It's
0: it's awesome. They it's play awesome. have an
1: amazing soundtrack usually almost all the time. I haven't heard any bad music there actually. That's good. It's soul taco. They play soul, soul taco. Music.
0: It's, it's awesome. It's good.
1: The owners usually there, he'll come by and talk to you and check on you, make sure yeah. you're okay. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he is. He's a good dude. And he was on the news on NBC 12 yesterday. They've aired it 3 times since then. They oh. were they were crazy. He said Crazy busy these last two days. Nice, were coming because they saw it in the news. This On lady news? called while I was in there and was like. Where are you located? Because I guess they didn't say the location on the news. And he was like, this is the address. He's like, okay, thanks. No, she didn't say thanks. She just hung up on him. And he's like, it must have been airing when she called. Wow. For him. To f- because <laughs> she hung up right on him. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that little spot really blew them up this weekend. So that's I think what's that's up. good. I'm, yeah, I'm happy for, him. for them. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, he, does a re- he does a lot. Like on Juneteenth, they closed. They were open July 4, but they were closed 18th <laughs> They went to the African-American History Museum. But in the morning, all the staff went out to ride the buses and pay people's fares to get on the bus. Oh,
0: that's awesome. He
1: does a lot of good work. That was really good. And they took the, the staff out to eat. So that was really nice. So
0: that's awesome. I
1: definitely appreciate Trey. He went to high school with my sister's community. So all shout out to all the community high schoolers out in Richmond.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The
1: school of the elite students.
0: The, the elite underserved
1: student. Oh man. Is the best way that you can describe that yeah. high school. The elite all the smart underserved kids go there. all
0: the smart kids go to community. I it's know like a college prep couple, high school. Yeah, it's a college prep high school. I know a lot of kids who've gone there and kids who are st- there right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I understand like they they do a lot of good work at that school and all it's really hard to get into. scholarships to go. To. My oh, sister left though.
1: And went to a, l- a lower school. I forgot which high school. She went to finish that. She left senior year. To graduate from a different high school, so that she ended up being a val- valedictorian there. She's like, mm. if you're number one in this school, everybody's number one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she ended up getting the full scholarship to the college she went to. But she was like, if I'm here, I'm number one amongst all the number ones. I don't <laughs> stand out, <laughs> which is smart. She um, got a full not ride. so
0: great of an accolade, you know, yes. among mm. the ones. Yeah, that's fine hey, I graduated in the top 30% at school, so I, I was I don't cool. remember
1: where I was in my high school class. I was top 30 or 30, 35, something like that. I might have been in the 35%. Top. I was like, I, was, I was not. I was in the honor society.
0: No, I, I refused. You refused? Yeah, I refused. And society. I had a regent
1: scholarship. I should have gone to a CUNY or a SUNY school. It would have been cheaper. Yeah. In retrospect, there's so no, many No, but you remember, I, I went, went to high school here, so oh, no. because I went to
0: high school here in Virginia, it was a little bit different going in because like I, <laughs> I missed a lot of school, just skipping, because all my friends were older. So the the day I graduated from high school, the principal pulled my mom aside and was like, do you know she literally missed a whole year of school based on just absences?
1: Yeah.
0: And my mom was like, you're telling me this on graduation day?
1: What? Yeah, this is the best time to tell you. I I should tell you uh, my freshman year of college. Right. (laughs)
0: Like, my mom was like, she graduated with a B average. Like, I'm not even stressed about it. Like, get out of here. So yeah, it was it was funny. Um, yeah, high school is a little bit different here. The honor society is a thing, but I wasn't interested in it. And get, you get a choice. Yeah, because oh. you get you get a, a letter that basically says you've been invited to join, yeah. but you don't necessarily have to join.
1: Oh, I didn't know what that was. I just I was joining. Yeah, with Indian parents, they gave you an option. I didn't tell them. Oh, see, yeah. That's the first I thing. I think my parents want to see that. I think I got a letter. I think they got a letter too. I got a. I got my
0: letter for honor society sophomore year. Sophomore, I think.
1: Junior year, I think. I got sophomore
0: one. year, or no, it might have been junior year because Because freshman year, um, math was a struggle for me, and I had a C or a D in that class, and that's when they figured out that I was dyslexic,
1: mm. and so
0: I had figured out ways prior to high school how to get around it to get around it but when i got to high school it it just it was too much
1: and my brain was like "Eh, eh, girl what is going on my issue was they put me in a junior or senior level math class freshman year and i was like i'm not that smart (laughs) (laughs) so they had to backtrack me back to like what is it, algebra or whatever they put you in and then because i had that and i had like physics like Freshman and sophomore year, yeah, it's uh-huh. too much math at one
0: time. I did I did physics
1: like my junior year. Yeah, no, I had, but, I, like, I had to drop both of those and change them out.
0: Yeah, like I, once I figured out that the numbers were my issue because like I can, my brain you somehow fixes it. Yeah, my brain fixes the reading part. Like I I know I, I know when I'm reading out of order, and that's why I used to hate reading out loud because I know my brain was fixing it for me mm. and I had to re-sentence like over again. And I could get around it fast enough that you didn't notice that it took me an extra step to do it. That's how
1: you remember it, right? Mm, um, it's an adaptability it, thing. It is,
0: and but then when it got to numbers, I started to find myself like them telling me a number, and then saying repeat the number like right away, mm-hmm. and I've had no time to like fix it, so I remember the number in my head, and uh-huh. it started to become an issue
1: got to work like, faster.
0: My brain it, like my brain was like, "Nah, we've been working too hard all too much, this time too much to mine. keep your too grades much. up and do all this. We get to this point, my brain was like, "Nah, eh. dog, you got to get help." I and it took it took me getting like a C in algebra for them to come to me and be like, "Um, is there a problem? We think you might need to get tested." I'm like, "Tested for what?" They were like, <laughs> "Uh, we think there might be a processing issue." Now? Are you telling me I'm stupid? Like, what? what is happening right now? And That's so it became a thing and guidance and my mom and everybody got involved and finally like, okay, so we know what the issue is now. And so once we figured that out, I was able to get, like, extra help in school, mm-hmm. but I refused to the extra help in school. So what I would do is, is fake the funk like I was taking the test in class, and then but then I would come after school and take the test in the extra amount of time that I needed to take it.
1: Uh. So that's something
0: like me and my math teachers kind of system. It just worked
1: okay. So where
0: I would fake the mm-hmm. funk in class. Like I was taking the test and I really wasn't sit there writing stuff down, sit there, not even looking <laughs> at it. Honestly, <laughs> I would just pretend like I was doing it. And then after school, I would come back, sit down and literally you go through. No, I wouldn't. Some, well, no, I wouldn't say that. Sometimes I did. It just depends on, like, where my head was at that day, if I felt like I could. And then some of it was, um, it, needs, it needs to dry. I'm sorry. My daughter's talking to me on the side. <laughs> Little girl. She got her bonnet. Little girl. Yeah. She she never, bonnet she only, always. Oh, Leo. Bonnet oh, always. Go ahead, Leo Power. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, so that's how I got over it. You know, I was driving with my mom. I forgot
1: we were going. We were going somewhere, and I was driving with my mom. And I was like, you know, Mom, I've been realizing I think I might be number dyslexic. She's like, you might be. And it was like, that was the it. <laughs> she was like, oh, I didn't explain it to her. I guess she thought it was like, oh, well, you're like, you're old now. You don't need, it doesn't matter. But I was like, yo, I have a, I've never been good at math. Right. It's always been a struggle. And I realized if I see like multiple numbers at once, I can't see how many numbers are there. If it's more than three repeated numbers or four repeated numbers, I can't tell how many numbers are there. There's something weird that happens. And I was like, I think I might be numbered. It's like, you might be. And that was it. No, like, oh, I guess mm-hmm. I'm not in school anymore. So it doesn't matter. Right. Because <laughs> I just need her to have some compassion. But then but then when I was talking to,
0: I was talking to the guidance counselor after, after figuring out all of this stuff, I was like, why would it happen now? She was like, because it's so much more pressure now. Mm. And you're in so many more, you're in so many more different type of classes and different subject matters and like, numbers are, are, she was like, you're doing chemistry, algebra one, and it's it was something much. else that I was doing. And she was like, it's you too doing many numbers. You're math three classes. Yeah. And she was like, it's a lot going on. And you're just simply yeah, not it. at a place too where much. your brain can process through everything. So we may have to like switch up your schedule. Because when I first started high school, we did a four by four schedule. Mm-hmm. And so it was easier for me to like not have math every semester. But then when they switched over to a regular uh, class where we had odd and even days, um, it was a little bit more difficult for me to space my classes out that way. Like
1: that, yeah. We got the same classes every day, and then we had
0: odd and even days. Um, So we had four classes on odd days, four classes on even days. Different classes, yeah. Oh. Well, odd days, same classes, even days, same thing, but uh, literally by the calendar, odd and even days of when you had the actual class. That's so weird. I could have math on Monday, but I won't have it again until Wednesday.
1: Because it's an even day. Yeah. That's very strange.
0: Yeah, it it, it was because of, I like the four by four schedule because to me, it four. it four by four is you take one, you take four classes for the first semester, four different classes, second semester. Yeah, so we did. They changed it here.
1: Um uh, my freshman they do really year, wacky stuff with education it, here. It it, it,
0: was, it was it was super strange, really strange. It was one of those things where it was like we had like a walkout, we were on the news, it was a big thing, and they changed it anyway. <laughs> so you, you know, you know, it is what it is. We don't care about you. No. So mm-hmm. Let's talk about our actual subject since we've just been rambling for a minute. This is what we did the warm up. Yeah, this is the warm
1: up. Yes, you're correct. This is the wa- we had to like get through the week stuff. Yes. Like and, what else um, happened this week that we had to just get out? Oh, absolutely, way. absolutely. It's done. I think it's done.
0: Yeah, and if you hear music in the background, my it's lovely still July for the new neighbors. neighbors have been playing music since about three o'clock this afternoon. He is a DJ
1: it is 10 o'clock. and he don't mean you have will to DJ play music until like
0: one, two o'clock in the morning here to get a
1: weekend gig that's not at his house,
0: Friday and Saturday a house party every week, um, on the plates? people were there yesterday and people are here today and there will be people there tomorrow because they have people at their house every weekend. They
1: like to entertain.
0: They do. And so I have competing um, entertainment <laughs> on both sides, <'cause>, uh, <laughs> the neighbors to my left, which you could probably hear in our recording. They are playing right now, and then I have my Hispanic brethren to my <laughs> right who play oh, so their music. People. No, not. that's the black mm-hmm. people, that's the black. That, no, that, the black and Puerto Rican people are the ones oh, right course, here, and then my Mexican uh, brothers are on the other side and they play music only on Friday nights, they don't hit Saturday night, just oh, Friday well, nights. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. I don't know, so got, just Friday I nights.
1: I don't know what they are. <laughs>
0: Friday night they play music, Saturday we get nothing, and then the other Hispanic ones that live two doors down, they just be having people in their yard. And then I have another set of Hispanic ones that's two doors down from the black and Puerto Rican ones who they all compete for who can play the loudest music on a Friday night, and I just got to deal with it. because. And then they get mad at each other because everybody will, everybody will shut their music down except for my beautiful new neighbors here. And they will continue until whenever they decide to shut it down, which is about like one or two o'clock in the morning. And then they talk in the mic. He be what? like, he be like, like, new it? shit, new shit. I'm like, bro, it's like 12:30. Like, what, what are we talking about it's right time, now? It's time. It's
1: they just getting started at 12:30. That's yo, when the party starts. Yo, it
0: was. It's time for the new shit. Apparently. They be bugged out, yo. <laughs> And then you hear the the Hispanic ones over here screaming, "Hey, it's time to put it up!" And then you hear the what other ones over that? here. It'd be like twelve thirty-one o'clock. Like, yo, put it up. It's not two o'clock yet, bruh.
1: The clubs close at two. Clubs close at two. Apparently they're not closing no. until it's time to be closed. It's
0: closing time. Anyway, uh, let's talk about our subject, and while we have our soundtrack in the back, yeah. which does not mm. go with what we're about to talk about. Oh, so oh, definitely um, not. Um, Jay and I have had this conversation about how do you clear away and make a way through all of the stuff in your life. And we basically said, You gotta sage that shit. <laughs> um that's pretty much where we save are your right life. now. You save gotta sage your it. Lines. You gotta save sage your house.
1: sage it don't let fuck niggas fu- sage your house yeah I don't. that is a I lesson wanna, I had to learn
0: yeah I, <laughs> I just look I just wanna I just wanna sage and like be rid of all of it you know that's what I need to get out my system how I need it to move and I think that a lot of people don't take the time to let go of things whether you use actual sage or not you know not even have just a ritual to. of clearing out clearing out all of the things and clearing your space clearing your mind clearing your spirit Clearing your body, your space people of these negative energies. Um, I think it's something that's very important. Something that we all need to make sure that we are doing regularly, and not just at you know birthdays and like New Year's. <laughs> I will light again. Like right, <laughs> yeah. Like let's not make it that thing where you know you've ritualized oh. it to the point where you only do it at certain times of the year. Well, the this should be an ongoing process. Do it like every
1: full moon. Hey, know. I don't follow the moon. That's not my thing. Okay, so some people do it at the beginning of the month. I like, my dad used to get us gifts on the date of your birthday every month. That's always a good time to do it. Like I'm August 12th, so every 12th of the month, I would do celebrate my birthday, I'd get a massage, I'd do something to like, you know, take notice. But you can do it every day. You can like journal every day. You could mentally clear yourself every day. When I say I do shower meditations, cause sometimes I'm lazy. And sometimes sitting is just not going to help. But I imagine, like, golden light coming from the shower head and just, like, cleansing you and washing all the stuff down the shower drain.
0: I think for me, um, I, like, have a a daily ongoing conversation with God mm-hmm. in the sense that as things are coming up, I'm saying how I feel about it, thinking through it right then and there. And then once I'm done, I'm done with it. I've
1: moved on. Are you not one of those let's move past it kind of people? No. Those people. <laughs> I get in my nerves.
0: I, I literally, <laughs> if it, it's happening, I try to think through it, work through it, and then move on. Like in the conversation is, you know, I really don't feel like dealing with blah, 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 or whomever. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is I don't need this, that, and the third, or I don't want this, that, and the third, and then it'll pop up. In, the, in 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 sometimes I get an answer for what I should be doing next or what my next move should be and sometimes I don't. Sometimes it literally is just so I can think through it, allow myself to deal with the emotion and then I've I've done and dealt with it. So now I've moved
1: on to something else. Um and then but so you have a connection. Right. And how do you establish that connection for yourself?
0: For me, and it's not necessarily you know, whomever or whatever you believe that's who whatever you feel is how you deal with it. But for me, you know, it's God. And for me, it's one of those things where I just have the conversation. Like I, sometimes I lay in bed, sometimes I kneel. I'm trying to get better about kneeling. That's my, you don't have to, but I personally have made a choice to like when I'm praying to actually kneel, Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like sometimes I've gotten to the point where, you know, I get lazy in the bed and I just lay there and, oh, you just, know, and, and sometimes <laughs> fall asleep in the middle of the prayer. Right. Maps. And I don't, I don't, that's not what I really want sometimes it to you be. It does. need to rest though before the Lord. It does. <laughs> it, 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 yes. But, you know, I take my time now to, I try to consciously make the effort to kneel when I'm praying. Um, I think. It's a moment of reverence. Yeah. Uh, it's reverence. And it's also, you know. <laughs> allow me to set my 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 day by doing that. Um, and I, in the morning especially, of course I say, you know, thank you for waking me up. You know, thank you for getting me through the night. Blah, 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 blah. You know, these are my intentions for the day. Please help me to stay on course, on track. I pray about my residents at work. I pray about my coworkers. I pray about all of those things. And then I say, you know, you know, whatever your will is going to be for the day, allow me to accept whatever it is, and allow me to move in such a way that I honor you and I honor myself with all the decisions that are going to be made for the day. That's that's my prayer almost every morning, hmm. in 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 so many words, not necessarily the same words, but so many words. That's what it is, and that, yeah, that's the outline for it. And then you know, so I, I start my day, my huh?
1: I need to work on my prayers now,
0: right? And <laughs> I I I I've, I've, I've tried now to be more rambling. Intentional. I try to be more intentional about what I'm praying about because I used to feel like I was rambling as well, like, oh, protect my family, protect my grandma, protect my and and it got to the point where it just felt like redundant. But then I was like, no, I got to set intentions for the day. These are what my intentions are. But I also Mm -hmm. know that you have intentions for my day as well. Please allow me to bend to your intentions above my own. Um, um, so that's something that I, I've tried to do more recently is be more intentional about the things that I'm praying about.
1: I found um, that doing loving kindness meditations helped me mm-hmm. to focus on it because mm-hmm. it has you focus on like yourself, then someone that you care about. I, f- I might be doing this order out, out of order, but it's yourself. So it's like, may I be kind? May I be helpful? May I be this? All these mm-hmm. may I's. And then it's like someone you care about, someone you may have passed on the street, Someone you have a hard time praying for, and then like the world. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a while. I did a, I tried a different, a bunch of different meditations, just trying to find what feels good, but that feels good. Like praying for yourself first and then reaching out, which mm-hmm. kind of re- reflects back to, mm-hmm. you know, treat others as you would treat yourself. If you're not treating yourself kindly, I don't think you know how to treat others kindly, which is what I think I'm encountering with a lot of people lately when I wrote this Facebook post about how people are saying they're coming from love but their love is very frightening. Mm-hmm. And if that's the love that you're speaking of, I don't want any part <laughs> of, of it. Because it. it is very clear to me that you do not, you have not been loved kindly and in a nurturing way and that you're showing that to everybody else. I to pray for those people too.
0: I think it's a thing when, <laughs> when uh, uh, people who who you start to see who who are generally like loving people or seem to be generally loving people. Mm-hmm. And then when you see them act out, The first thing I usually think is, "Who hurt you?" Yes,
1: who did it?
0: Why? And why does this hurt affect you this way? Yeah. Why are these the behaviors that are apparent or showing because of said hurt? Like, what is it about this behavior that justifies
1: this reaction? This
0: reaction. Like, what is what is it that does this? Um, I see that a lot with my my residents when they start to act out, uh, and then you find out it'll be something so simple as something somebody said hurt their feelings and they're acting out because their feelings were hurt rather than saying, hey, you hurt my feelings. Um, I find that to be one of the most (laughs) ridiculous things. But it's a thing, apparently.
1: It's It's still a thing. Even and with even adults, like right, e- e- Even even
0: even <laughs> adults, with like grown ass
1: people that I deal with on a daily basis. I'm like some of the some of the people that I deal with. Is this twelve year old you were dealing with right, right now. Do we need? To, I need to address you as right. a child.
0: And then you have to also understand there are some people who who portray themselves to, to have it all together. Oh no! And then you say something, and it completely triggers. triggers something in them, and it could be something as innocent as no, not this, this. And they become now? triggered, and it's like all I all I was saying was not this, this. I, I really wasn't trying to you know do something or be demeaning or condescending or anything like that. It literally was took not it a this, whole this. Other way, and it took it to another level, and it's just like.
1: Now we got to get to the root of the problem.
0: I don't, I don't. And, and, I'll, as, and some of it, I don't even want to get to the root of the no, problem. No, because we don't
1: have that kind of time. We, <laughs> we I don't honestly don't because some, some of time. it is kind of
0: like, okay, you're being overly sensitive. I don't want to dismiss your feelings, but you're no. being sensitive about something that's really not that deep. Now, if you would come to me and say it to me, it'd be different than me having to hear it from like three other people that, Hey, this was an
1: issue. This was is the issue. This you is a problem. We sage that? Can we just sage all the Virginia? And, and, right. There is a real Virginia problem that I want to bring to everyone's attention that I need y'all to address. I need you yes. to not there is an over keep talking to everyone else about a problem and never addressing the person directly. And me having to hear it or anyone having to hear it three or four months later or from other third party people that you have a problem, right? It's this epidemic. It's an issue. It needs to be handled. Yes. <laughs>
0: It's, it's a sincere issue. And, and I
1: think it's... I don't know if it's just a Virginia thing, but because I've been here for so long, I notice it more. And I was like, people like, where I come from, the people don't move like that. No. Not that I know of. No. It's very
0: strange. I, I find it strange because it's kind of like this is supposed to be Southern hospitality and oh, all the exist. things. I it, have it's, yet it's, to meet it's, the it's southern a Southern gentleman. A surf, it's a surface level... Where is level, he? <laughs> it's, it's a surface level thing, definitely, because you realize... The, and I and I'm not saying this is every southern person. This just has been my southern They're experience. Nice, There's a lot of nice nasty people in the south and there also is a lot there are a lot of crabs in the barrel mentality that. people in the south. I've seen that
1: a lot this and week. And
0: I just feel like all of y'all need to need
1: one good sage bath <laughs> and sage. like Pato Santo. Like, know, some, y'all need uh, something Florida water, salt bath, some rose water, ashes, you know, a sweat lodge, a sauna, something, all of the above Because I find it very interesting laying on a
0: right? And as much laying on hands as y'all get on Sunday, and y'all still acting crazy, Energy
1: work, bizarre me, but they're not, they must not be going, they must not be going to the altar calls, they need to because something is not the
0: crabs in the barrel mentality is the one thing that it's. It saddens me more than surprises me at this point, because it's I'm crazy. like, for as old as I am and has, as long as I have lived in and out of the South, at this point, we're going on like 25 years in it. 25? 20, <laughs> have you been? Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me think. 25-ish back and forth um, in and out of Virginia. I've lived out of Virginia four times, and then I've come back every time. It
1: about. has a strange hold
0: i think it's just be careful
1: if you ever want to move to virginia any part of virginia you won't be able to leave
0: you, you can leave, but you eventually you find your way back. People, like, it's
1: weird. People leave with a loud burst of exclamation that they hate this place, fuck this place, and they sneak back quietly. I have seen it time yes. and time again. So if you want to come, it's fine. We're, yeah. You're welcome. It's, it's the South. We you know it's booming. It's the new place to be. Richmond is one of those places that's been on, like, Viceland and whatever. It's great. The food is amazing. The people. Nah, not so much. As long as you hang out with the transplants, maybe right. you'll be fine. Right. <laughs> And, and I here. think that's what has been my, my greatest. The saving grace. Yes. <laughs> All my friends. Are A lot life. of my friends
0: are not originally from Richmond. No. And so it makes it. Like, I have a couple friends from, like, Detroit. Of course, you got, like, the regular DMV people. There's a lot of
1: Detroit people
0: here. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple friends from Detroit. That's so true. I have friends from, like, Florida. I have mm-hmm. people who originated from, like, all points north. So, you know, I have a lot of friends who kind of, like, dot the, the United States a little bit. And then, of course, you know, I have my Caribbean friends who most of us have family in New York or Florida. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of all know each other in um, that way. But it's kind of like my saving grace, I think, has literally been the more the more people I hang around with that are like full blooded Southern. This is like where they're from. Virginia is Mm-mm. where they've always been. They never left. Those are the people I find I have the most issues with. And you know, part when of I it,
1: meet people now. I'm like, yo, where you from?
0: Right. But part, part <laughs> of it also know is <laughs> there's a mentality. There's a mentality of 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 southern people who who have never really left where they're from haven't really been anywhere mm-hmm. that you can tell that they're a little bit different than like other people it's the like ones their that experiences a lot
1: that are different too yeah yeah to people who are well-traveled yeah. who have lived
0: other places and that come back you can tell that they have a different mind state Mm -hmm. than people who this is where they've always been. They went to school here. They live here. They got, they have their kids here. They got married here. Everything is here. There's a lot of people I know like that. And, And those kind of people honestly scare me.
1: But it's people like that in New York. They have never left their borough. Right. (laughs) Yes. 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 I can see you never leaving New York, though. They kind of scare me. But you could not leave New York and still get a a very wide cultural experience. Absolutely. You don't really have to leave New York. It'd be nice. You should. You should. You should should see what it's like in other places. But But you can can live live in New York. authentic
0: cultural experience in New York. You can get
1: authentic Italian and Chinese and whatever it is you're looking for. You can get it. But now you can also get authentic cultural experience.
0: In get, Virginia, you can get it, but it's few and far between, yeah. number one. And then, two, you don't want the, the watered-down version
1: of it either. No. So, to get it authentic experience. What do experience, they call it when they, like, mix it up a little bit? I forget. Because there's, like, some Cambodian restaurant downtown. We'll past that. We looked at the menu when we were doing the handouts that day on your birthday. It was some restaurant near Broad Street, and it's like Cambodian, like, Oh, yeah, Cambodian fusion, and no one is from Cambodia. I no was like, one. what? We went, let's just let you know we went to visit, and this is our adaptation. This is, our, this is like, our adaptation of a no. menu
0: that we had in let Cambodia see, 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 when Cambodians we went, like, three here years first. ago. Like, what?
1: <laughs> Before I come in. Hey, hey, you guys need sage. It's um, like when Trey, like Trey's restaurant, their Mexicans come to his restaurant, and they have no complaints. They don't have any real complaints about his tacos. Then you know you're doing the right, right. thing, right? Like, but well, he wasn't perpetuating the fact that he was making, you know, Hispanic food. He no. called it soul taco on purpose.
0: Like, you're very distinct, right? <laughs> like, but like, I think like the people here, I think we ha- we're gonna always forever and have these ebbs and flows of of conflict with people because one we've been places, one we're not originally from here. And then two, we can see through that nice nasty, and they don't know how to handle it, they so that it becomes not. problematic.
1: But I, I feel like everybody has a problem here with oh she didn't like me.
0: Don't that like stuff why drives me It nuts. didn't happen,
1: and like they really operate with that. And I'm like, when I was a, when I was a manager before, and I was like, it's not about me not liking you. I need you to do the job. It says nothing with me liking you. I don't come to work for friends, first of all, so I don't really care about any of that. But my my attitude to you is not because I don't like you; it's because things have to happen, and they have right. to happen now. And I don't prefer being at work at three o'clock in the morning, which I did often. <laughs> I like the overtime. And the thing about it is, it's, but it, <laughs> the, the the
0: the liking you part, people feel as though
1: that's a real thing you here. You have
0: to be liked in order for you to get what you're supposed to get in a this is not corporate of salesman. situation. And, 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 <laughs> you can not to be well liked. No. You don't have to be <laughs> Take well you liked. To get back to middle school. And I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want, I, I'd rather you not like me and still do the work that needs to get done.
1: They can't do that though. I, I pers- that's how I personally feel. They can't not like you and do the work. Which I find strange. It's very strange. and It's the issue I think I'm having now. They, Some people prefer me not to be the person that's in charge. Mm-hmm. And then they don't don't want to listen or do the things that need to happen as a result. Because, like, I
0: can tell someone, you know, don't do that out of a place of authority. And then they will find everything. Well, you know she don't like me because I've called you out more than once on your lack of professionalism, your lack of um, completion of a task, your lack of, you know, um, just, you know, attention to detail in a task. Um, I had a young lady that, that worked for me years ago who did not do her work, copy and pasted her work, um, made allegations, made false claims, outright lied on people, things like that. And And you didn't like her? I, I didn't like her because is that her I kept, opinion
1: that you didn't like her her opinion
0: is i didn't like her no i don't like what you're doing and <laughs> it's something and, totally different and she was she was about to get fired and she quit so i'm thinking i'm thinking if okay could. she quit she quit <laughs> i didn't say nothing and you felt and guilty? then she but you know how she quit she just stopped showing up to work stopped seeing her clients and everything so i was like What? Okay, so we're just going to reassign. Yeah, no, not I really not do leave like these you. people stranded. <laughs> no, nah, you're right. I And the thing is, I never once said I don't like this girl. Never no, once I don't like said I never told her that. I never gave her the opinion. Your energy didn't anything. say that? My energy didn't say I don't like you. My energy said I need you to do your work.
1: She took that as a you don't like me.
0: As a you don't like me. But literally, I just need you to do your work. Because please understand, I'm not going to jail for you falsifying you know documentation i'm not gonna go to jail for you so what i cannot have is you saying all these things and then come to find out that none of this stuff is true this is a problem for me and you know every time that i would say it and every time it was an issue it just is like she would blow up or she would go to somebody else and say oh you know you know tasha don't like me this and the third i used to be like yo it has nothing to do with like because honestly i think she was a fun person but you are, we're not having fun at work. This is actual <laughs> this serious is the business. We don't like, this is, these Chuck are people's cheese. lives that you have in your hands. Like, <laughs> people with mental health issues that you should be helping to get them you to a better take place. Take it seriously. Like, I understand you want to, you know, be out at every Tuesday, whatever, whatever, every Thursday, blah, 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 blah. Because you single, you know, you cute, you got all this stuff I going know. for you. Cool, cool, cool. But when I come to you on Friday morning and say, hey. Where's my work for the week? And you look at me crazy like, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it to you. Like, you got an attitude because I asked for what was due to me that day.
1: I just want what I asked for.
0: Pretty much. I just need you to give me what I asked for. I'm not asking you for nothing. Outrageous! I'm not asking you for something outside of the contract that you signed that said you would have these things for me on this you day. You said you
1: would have these things.
0: You said you would have these things per the contract that you signed. Oh, that you signed.
1: However, you, this is not what's occurring. How dare you ask her to do what she's asked to do? <laughs> what she's, she's contracted to do, what to do? Like what?
0: So, you know, I, I found and that's that why whole, you don't like her. Right. And I had the same situation <laughs> at the same company with another young man who took a page out the book of hers and was like, oh, I'm going to do, do the same thing. And he went back and told managers and everybody that I was saying and I was being extra and I was doing all this. And they was like, oh, you can't be like that. You got to treat them. You know, they're going to be late sometimes. I was like, he's been late for the last 12 weeks. Every day? Every week for 12 weeks, his work has been late. And every week for 12 weeks, I've had to send him back his work because it was inefficient inappropriate, and he copied and pasted his work. If we were to get audited today, you'd be paying the federal government back money. No. So do you want me to do my job, or do you want me to be nice to him?
1: I would like you to do your job. That would be nice.
0: No, you know what happened? They wanted me to be nice. So what I did was resign.
1: They want you to be nice versus asking him to do his job? Resigned.
0: And then I when I left resign. resigned because I said what you're not going to do me is to force me to be out of
1: character right
0: I, you hired me to do a job I'm so going it to matters if you're job. Nice. right I'm going to do said job correctly I'm not going to do it haphazardly. How dare you? I'm Morals going to value. Hey, what is wrong with you? And so <laughs> they, they, they brought me in a meeting and was like, Oh, they took me out to eat and was like, Oh, uh, we just need you to, uh, lay off on some of these things that you're doing because you're going too hard and people are taking offense. Wait, and I'm asking, and this asking third. people to
1: do what they're expected to do is going too hard. Yeah. Welcome to the you're going too
0: hard. And da da. All this once I say, you know, all right, cool. The next day, I handed in my two week resignation and said I'm out. And they were like, "We can't convince you to stay. You gonna be nice to me? You gonna be?" So <laughs> I, I resign. Right. <laughs> Ten days later, Thank I you. get a phone call. Uh, you think you could come back? I nope. Need you. Is he still employed there? Yes, and I can't come back.
1: Because Have you reprimanded him for the in his bad actions. Another two him?
0: weeks goes by. He calls me back. Owner calls me back. Is he he's aware lying. that
1: he's doing the wrong thing? Oh yeah, they figured it out They
0: because didn't talk after, to him about it. N- no, no, because after the after about thirty days, they realized he was not doing his work. Oh, now and he, he was realizes- lying about seeing clients. He was lying on his paperwork. Yeah, he the was filling out that paperwork yeah, incorrectly. Up. Um, he was he was just doing all the wrong things. And they were like, we didn't know. We thought he was telling the truth. We didn't know that he was out here.
1: Supervisor, Mm -hmm. the owner of the company, him instead.
0: Uh huh. We didn't know that it was this bad because they because he he was sympathetic and he was all of these things, and so they he
1: he believed him. When does that ever work for anybody?
0: He believed him, and in believing him, he realized. Um, he realized that the um, the kid was just not doing his work. And then in the end was like four or five months behind What on work. And I was like, tried to tell y'all. I y'all did not listen. Y'all thought
1: I was being a hard ass for you no sure reason. You, you sure you can't come back? I cannot come back. Not if y'all not going to listen to me. What the I hell? I come when back. You, when does the compassion come from me? <laughs> yeah. I was
0: like, yep, not going to happen. I can't. I can't right now. I cannot deal with this, and every time I see him now, he was like, "You sure you don't want to come back?" I am for nope, sure I not don't. Not you gonna operate like that. I can't come. You back. You can't make
1: me a manager and then listen to the employees above me. Like
0: no, I I, <laughs> I I literally was like I throw my hands up, and the thing about it is, I literally walked away and did not work in on that level of a job for a, almost a year.
1: They just torture. just and you. I
0: and I did it because I was like I need to get all of these feelings and all of this out of my system, I literally saged my house like every week. <laughs> I sage my car. I like... You take a salt bath? D- like, I yeah, I took salt baths. I did everything salt for like... Salt baths are
1: important. That's if you do it with people on a daily basis. Right, and the thing baths, is, I, I was dealing with people energy. with
0: mental health issues. Oh, you definitely need that. And I, on every day, had to deal with um, you know, their stuff. And in dealing with their stuff, I came to find out that the, uh, the, um, the people, you know, I I was left with a lot of stuff and I had never dealt with the emotions attached to all the things that had happened. Like I had one resident who she lost her granddaughter to cancer and I literally watched the family go through the decline, her health decline. Mm -hmm. Um, and i never allowed myself to grieve for the loss of that child Mm. and it took me a minute to like really get to the point where i was ready to deal with the emotions of that thing so honestly i needed that year off Mm. i needed that year off um because i i just hadn't dealt with a lot of the emotional stuff in dealing with people with mental health issues and um, for a few of my clients that I was dealing with prior to be be becoming a manager,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was their person. Like they didn't like call a family; they... they never called family members when things went down. They called me. Um, I had a young lady I, I I had for, I think I had her for about three years, and um, she had a mental health issue that I had never dealt with before. And it was odd. Um, she had psychosomatic Excuse me. Um, symptoms, like, every day. Like, her face would go limp. Her legs would go limp. She would lose the ability to, um, to be able to urinate. She would use, like, she had bouts of like in your rhesus in your preces she had like bouts of seizures um she had like it was a lot going on with this case and we went to the hospital at least once every other week we were in the hospital dealing with her um her her situation um and she had something called conversion disorder what is that and it's a psychosomatic um Uh, mental health issue and it was something i had never heard of before prior to dealing with her Mm -hmm. and so um they have it's everything is neurologic everything is psychosomatic Mm -hmm. um and it has to do with the um what's the word i want to say um it's a psychological disorder much like dis- disassociative disorder what does that stem from um usually some very high traumatic um event mm-hmm. or events in their life and what happens is is that anytime they're triggered by this event their body would break down in some area whether it's like intermittent blindness or um uh uh seizures um um she like i said she would have issues with going to the bathroom she would have issues with in your recess in your where she was peeing and couldn't stop it or pooping and couldn't stop it Whoa. and like all these things would happen because she was triggered by something someone said something someone did and it was one of those situations where um you just had to just deal with her and it and just hope for the best Mm -hmm. and um, there it was just hard and she was on a lot of medication she had a lot of social issues she had a lot of you know her living situation was a lot and at one point I got her to the point where she staged her own damn house oh gosh I'm so serious because I was like yo you gotta get rid of some of this this stuff I was like, you've been in this house dealing with all this mess. You don't clean up in a way that's cleaning up. You're just stuffing things away just like how you do your emotions and how you do everything else. We need to get some of this energy out. I made her open up all the windows, open up all the doors one day and literally walk through every room of Mm. her house and set her intentions for that room and the person who stays in that room. And for her to like all her open areas like for her to you know have the the discernment to know when people are there to cause her harm, have the discernment to know when people are there and mean her no 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 good, that she will be able to sense that and know how to remove that person from her space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we did that like two or three times over the course of the time that I work with her because I was like, you gotta get rid of some of this stuff because the more you're holding mm-hmm. on to and the more you're harboring, mm-hmm. the more these symptoms you keep having and the more okay, of these things that you keep right. So I had that client, and then I had another client who was bipolar, who I was dealing with at the same time as this other client, and I was battling between who was going to get the majority of my time every week. And the one that that had bipolar, yeah. I
1: remember that.
0: And the one that had bipolar, like I said, her her granddaughter ended up having a a glioma, Mm -hmm. um, which is a cancer that affects the middle of your brain. like Mm. Where it comes up is... A point of like your stem? brain where, yeah, like they cannot, you can't surgically remove it successfully. Like only like twenty percent of surgeries work wow. in that area of the brain because there's so much there that can get damaged, and the fact that it's attached to your 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 brainstem mm-hmm. is also, you know, a uh, great pause as for people to even want to do surgery. Right. So the 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 granddaughter ended up with it, and the I was there the day they found out what it was because she woke up one morning and couldn't talk and then all of a sudden she fell out had a stroke
1: Mm. at like five
0: she was five and had a stroke wow and so you know I had to deal with that and then in even that family I did the same thing here's some sage y'all y'all gotta get some of this energy out your house right y'all gotta get this energy of the people that y'all bringing in this house Y'all got to start talking about these these old festering feelings. Yeah. all these things that y'all got bottled up that nobody's talking about. Y'all got to get rid of this stuff, or it. nobody's gonna heal, including her. And if y'all don't heal now, and she passes away, y'all gonna be real hurt. So yeah. y'all need to sit down, and y'all got to deal with this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna deal with it. We gonna no, deal are with it. Are you gonna
1: deal with it?
0: And the whole time, I'm the mother is the grandmother is a client,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I literally have all the kids. I'm working with as well. Like I'm working with the whole family. Jeez. So we're doing family sessions and then they have one sister who was, she was running away. She was out having, having unprotected sex with randoms. She was doing this, that, and the third. And she, she ended up being bipolar as well. And you know, it, it was one of those things where it was like, we got to get y'all in proper therapy. We got to mm-hmm. get y'all in all these things, trying to get them to, to, to start, you know, shedding those things. And like, Saging and their own life in a way, and it was like, as soon as it starts working, everything starts going well. Somebody does something to put them back because the new way di- was it didn't feel the same because mm. they were used to operating in That's chaos. Works. They were used to operating in chaos. I don't operate in chaos. I don't. I don't operate that way. It doesn't work very well. And for them, chaos is what they knew, and chaos it's is what they understood, and they were comfortable in it you know my you know my know